Hi, how y'all doing? It's Q. I'm back for another episode of Q's Views. And, you know, what I do here, I just give my opinion, you know, on certain things going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? My messed up views on this messed up world. I'm an almost educated black man, and we're going to see what the heck is going on. You dig? Um, first of all, I hope everybody's having a good day, having a good week, having a good month, having a good year, having a good life. Um, I hope life has been good to you, and I hope you are good to life. You know what I'm saying? Be good to the people around you and all of that. Um, I'm gonna start talking about today is um the Dallas Mavericks came out that um the Dallas Mavericks have not been playing the national anthem at the beginning of their games. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, this is something that pretty much every sports team does. Um, they play the national anthem before the game, no matter what. But the Dallas Mavericks have not been doing it at all this season and it's just getting some light because I guess they were allowed to have some fans back into the stadium and so people noticed that the national anthem wasn't being played and it's caused a little caused a little controversy you know because uh you know white folks don't like when you don't pay homage to their country and their former and the former slave owners that made this place what it was now personally it doesn't bother me at all um I'm not going to go and, like, praise Mark Cuban because it it was a decision that came from Mark Cuban himself. I'm not going to praise him for it because, honestly, when they asked him about it, he seemed pretty indifferent. Um, In his comments, he said that, you know, if the national anthem is being played, he was going to stand and, you know, have his arm, have his hand over his heart, which by all means, you know, if that's how you feel, you know, that's how you feel, you know. I'm not going to ask him to do something he wouldn't do, you know, but he didn't say like he was doing it to bring awareness to anything like he just I don't know his point what it sounded like to me his point was he wanted to take politics out of sports which I don't know how I feel about that right because it's it's crazy because when because I mean when we weren't kneeling you know when nobody was Using the national, using the national anthem to make any type of demonstrations, it wasn't a problem, you know. But when we want good things to happen for black people, and that's why we're doing it, like we want to make things better for the black community, and that's there's a controversy. Then it's okay, pull the national anthem, and I just, I don't know, man. I don't know because it's not like again, it's not like he's playing it to bring awareness to anything no nope that is not the case at all and so I just don't I don't really have a strong opinion about it one way or another it was an interesting thing to see for sure and at first glance you can definitely have a uh it can make you think that he's doing something for the cause but not really not really it seems I don't know seems almost self-serving but, um, and you can look at it from this point of view as well, because by pulling it, is making a, pulling it, the last thing he wants to do by not playing the national anthem is make a political statement, but by not playing it, he's making a political statement, or a lot of people are going to see it as him making a political statement, you know, and, which, like, I don't see why people have a problem, because, like, if, honestly, if anything, playing the national anthem is making a political statement. But what exactly what statement are you making? 
who's to say? I don't know. Personally, it's just I never felt any type of way about it. You know what I'm saying? As a black person in America, I don't feel like that national anthem necessarily represents me. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't Googled the third verse, go Google it. It's the part that they cut out. And it's, oof, it is not friendly to black folks. Um, it is pro-slavery. Like, ain't no other way to put it. Like, the entire national anthem is not fun. Like, that is not something we talk about. I mean, it's probably something we should be talking about. But anyway, we're going to go from that and move on to something in a similar vein, right? Um, I don't know. I just felt, I just realized that we maybe, maybe like I'm slow in getting news, but I didn't realize exactly how many officers were injured when the Capitol was stormed. And I'm still talking about it. Yeah, because it's, it's a fucking problem. Cause like nobody, nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about the fact that they did it, but nobody's really talking about what happened because of it, right? Like there were over a hundred officers injured when the Capitol was stormed. Like, and I don't just mean like just like scrapes and shit. Like somebody they got brain injuries. Like there's like head trauma, like real head trauma for a lot of these officers. Um, an officer lost three fingers. Uh, there were officers that were blinded. Um, and there was an officer that was beaten to death. But nobody seems to be talking about that. But let now let something like that happen at a Black Lives Matter rally. Ooh, never gonna hear the end of it. You know? And it's just really eye-opening to me what we want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And again, like I almost exclusively get news about shit like this from like black media or sources you know but this wasn't this wasn't something that I had heard about you know until now until this week until within the past seven days and I feel like that doesn't make any sense you know there's still people who stormed the capital who haven't been caught or like they're still trying to make a case against these people when it seems to me that it should have been quick, super quick. Like it, should, it shouldn't even be a whole process. But of course, who am I to talk about these things? What do I? What do I know about these things? You know. And it was that was another interesting part about it to me too, because when I first heard the thing about Cuban, I thought that he had stopped playing it when the Capitol was stormed. Only to find out he hadn't been playing it since December when they started the season. Or even in the preseason, he wasn't playing it. But I don't know. And there were 100 officers injured when the Capitol was stormed. And there were officers a part of it. Like, that part is unquestionable. Like, some of the people who have been arrested already were, without a doubt, officers. Like, they had one officer that was from Houston who flew out. And then he got away with it. And then, and then he was, you know, being stupid and he got caught. But. So he did end up in custody or whatever. But the fact that it took it took so long for that to even happen. And then the fact that officers are a part of this when officers were being killed, but let Black Lives Matter or any other political protest wanting good things for black people happen, it's gonna be a problem. 
And it's really just, it's tiring, man. It's really tiring. Because every time you see something, every time you hear something, it's, oof. It's hard. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's harder to stomach. If anything, it gets easier to stomach, and that's the problem. You know, it gets easier. It gets more common, more, more, more. And it becomes easier to swallow, like, really. You know, and we've had that problem with many things that shouldn't be right. But I digress. Um, just gonna move on to to something else, you know, which is another interesting point because they can also be tied together. You know, you gotta watch out what you're, you gotta watch what you're watching. You gotta filter what you're watching, um, and that's just in every way, shape, or form. Like you gotta watch what you intake, right? Because if you're watching too much political stuff, you're watching too much. Um, um, just like political stuff, like in general, you know, like if you're watching a lot about or listening to a lot about um, all the things wrong with this country for black people, you know, and shit like that, then it just it becomes a very hard world for you to live in because you, you have so much negative things that you are putting into your life, putting into your mind, and that will start to take a toll on you. And so you do have to watch that because like what what you intake matters, I guess, you know? Like I find myself having to be conscious about what I do as well, what I listen to. You know, it's like I'll get in the mood where like I don't wanna listen to nothing but like sad music. Not necessarily like sad, sad, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah, sad music, right? And I gotta remind myself, yo, this is why the fuck I'm sad. <laughs> Because then you start just like sad shit just kind of takes over your life, you know? Or even on the opposite end. <laughs> Last week, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to, you know, I found myself listening to some Pooh Shiesty and I was almost a game banger for no reason. Like, I'm not a banger. I'm not a thug, you know? That's not me. I'm not that dude. You know? I know I'm not. But, oof. Let me tell you something. What a boy said at boxing churches. Oof. The song did something to me, you know. It had me feeling some kind of way. It had me feeling outside myself, you know. And that's, you know, why things like that can be good in a moment, you know, momentarily, you know. You don't want to get too caught up in these things, you know. Like a couple weeks ago, like two, three weeks ago. Oof. I was listening to some Brent Fires. Or Brent Fayez. I don't really know how to say his name, right? But, yeah, anyway. If you're interested, give him a... Look him up, give him a listen, right? Brent, and then F-R-A-Y-A-I-Z. Um, I don't remember the name of the album, but... It's like a, like a little EP, you know? Um, you got a few songs on there. Love Me, Poison, um, Insecure. Uh, to name a few of the songs, but... Oh, I mean, I tell you, I mean, I can't listen to that too much. I was listening to that shit basically on loop for a week, and it was not good for my mental health at all. But damn, they're great. They're great songs, and I love it. And I was just like, ooh, how you thinking you in a situation that you're not even in? Like, <laughs> how you feeling some type of way when you ain't got nothing to feel no type of way about, you know? And... I was like, yo, I gotta stop. Like, I gotta stop. Like, I was like, I gotta stop. Like, I have to make an effort 
like I can like I have to make a conscious effort to not listen to that man or his music or or just that EP really you know and then I had to not listen to other things like that that wasn't him you know but eventually no I did make the move you know and I, I got away from it I got and a couple days ago I went back into the hole a little bit but it was it was it was very brief it was very brief and it didn't consume me you know for lack of a better word and so I think that was so I think that it's just it's important you know to be be mindful of what you watch and what you listen to I to not take in too much that it becomes too much of an emotional load for you or to take in something that's too outside of yourself that you start to become something you're not you know so just always be conscious of what you're bringing in to your body and to your life Oof, and another one, another example for the ladies. <laughs> a lot of y'all really be thinking y'all freaks when y'all be listening to Cardi B or listening to some Magnus Stallion, but y'all really not freaks though. Y'all really not freaks though. You know what I'm saying? But you be feeling outside yourself a little bit, and then you start listening. You know, you listening to some WAP. You look at your man. You tell him, you tell him to put some ice cream in your poo nanny, and then beat it till it's a milkshake, and then that man will get you. He tell you to go get it, and then what you gonna do? Then you gonna be like, "Ooh, my bad. I, I don't. You wasn't ready for that, cause you, <laughs> you didn't know you was dealing with a real freak. You dig? And then you even said some shit and got yourself into a situation that you don't even want to be in. But I digress. Moving on. Speak. Speaking of. Speaking of being on some freaky stuff. Um. You know what? No, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. I'm gonna say that for last. I'm gonna talk about something that uh something that just doesn't really sit right with me, you know. And I've been known to take take the side of a certain a certain Marvel villain a little bit. Um but this isn't necessarily about him, more about applying things to real life. Applying those things to real life. So I I'm not going to say I support Thanos, right? And if you don't have it not a part, don't follow, like, the MCU. He wanted to get rid of half the population. Um, not just humans, but most animals. Or all animals. Um, all living things, right? I'm assuming it doesn't include plants, because if it did, then it wouldn't really make sense. So let's let's use some logical thinking here. He wanted to get rid of living things, right? Half of all living things, not including plants. So that basically we can have like a little res- reset on like resources, right? And it wasn't just for Earth, it was for like the whole universe. But he did it out of a place of, he saw his own planet use up all his resources and basically carbon itself to death. I don't know. You know? And so, like, his whole planet went extinct except for him. He was trying to save other places from suffering that same fate. And I bring that up to talk about intentions, right? Because people, we often, oftentimes we don't look at other people's intentions, you know? And we don't think about that word because he had good intentions. And even in the movies, after he completed his goal, spoiler alert, I guess. But if you haven't seen him by now, that's on you. But even after he completed his goals, like, they were like, shit, 
things are looking better. And then they were like, shit. He should have killed us all. And then... <laughs> I think that's that's almost a quote verbatim. Almost. Almost. But... Uh, it's always interesting to me how people, when dealing with other people, always... They want to judge other people by their actions, right? Or by, not even by their actions, by the result of their actions. But just them, judge themselves based off their intention. And I feel like that's not fair, you know? When, we, like, when we're going out in the world and we're dealing with each other on a day-to-day basis, like, everything, every reason that you may have made a bad decision at one point in time, it's the same reason someone else might have made a bad decision at any point in time, you know? And sometimes your bad decision doesn't have as big a downfall or as big a consequence as someone else's because, it, you know, situations are different. You know, situations vary like that. But, I don't know, I think we need to look at the world more, you know. Try to understand people's intentions, you know. And try to make your intentions clear, you know, especially when sometimes it's misinterpreted. People misinterpret things all the time you know intentions are one of them or they're just straight up disregarded right like somebody will see mm, excuse me like I don't know for example I don't know a guy sees that uh, or a girl sees that that her best friend and her boyfriend are spending a lot of time together and she's like like, what the fuck is going on there, right? She doesn't know why, but she's just like, you know, what the fuck is going on here? And, like, explodes on them. But, really, they had good intentions. They were trying to, like, figure out the best way for, like, him to propose or some shit, right? Like, yeah, think about the intention, right? And, like, obviously, afterwards, she's going to be like, oh, okay, that's something, like, that's good. And, like, I appreciate that. That was a very bad example. That was a terrible example. <laughs> But, I don't know, right? Look at it, like, think about driving, right? A lot of people got road rage, you know? Um, And as much as we all hate it, you know, when someone cuts us off, you've probably cut someone off. You have. And and it probably wasn't necessarily intentional. Sometimes it might have been. Sometimes it probably was most of the time. I would like to say that most of the time it was probably not intentional when you cut someone off. Most of the time, it's probably not intentional when you appear to be driving crazy to someone else, right? But you don't think about that when it happens to you. When you see somebody zoom past you going what appears to be light speed, you don't think about the times that you've been doing the same thing as you were late to work or you were trying to get to whatever for whatever situation, right? No, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that, that like That's the immediate response, you know, instead of thinking, okay, I don't know what that other person's doing. I don't know what that other person's going to do. Maybe they thought they had more room. Who's to fucking say, right? But you don't think about that in the moment, right? And so I think that that can be applied to, like, a bunch of other situations, right? So sure, someone did something that made you feel badly. But maybe they didn't know that it was going to make you feel badly. Or maybe they didn't think you cared about this specific thing that they did. And so when they did it, like, this negative result that, that came from it, it just wasn't... It wasn't fathomable to them because it's not how they would have looked at it and but you don't see like the positive intent or just the lack of the lack of evil intent i guess you know you just see 
that they did something that actually ended up hurting you. And you don't see, you don't understand, like, or you didn't try to understand what may have led them to that action. And I say all that to say, like, knowing, understanding that I myself am a very forgiving person and I'm very empathetic by nature, right? So, like, oftentimes when someone does something that I maybe don't like or find offensive, I tend to be like, instead of like getting angry right away, I'd be like, I try to, I try, I, I go into a place of confusion more so, like, what, why would they do that, right? And I try to look at it from their angle and think, what would motivate this person to make this decision? And sometimes I come to a point where I can somewhat understand why they might have done something, right? Even though I may not agree with it 100%, because you don't have to agree with things, you know? You don't have to agree with something to accept it, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to agree with something to like it. But, since I, you know, I can get to a point where I can say, okay, I understand. I can understand the intention. Though that's not what was achieved, I understand where you were going with it, and I, I can accept that for what it was, you know? And I can leave it at that. It was a mistake, and, and you know, shit happens sometimes. Yeah, I think we need a little bit more of that in the world. A little bit more. I'm not saying everybody should think like me. Not what I'm saying at all. Like, Lord knows, I'm way too forgiving. Way too forgiving. Way too forgiving. Like, I can't think of anything that someone could do that would make me just cut them off for life, right? That I'd be like, I'm never speaking to you again. I can't think of a single thing. I can't think of something. I can't. Because, like... I may not look at you the same afterwards, right? Our relationship might not be the same afterwards, but I wouldn't completely cut you out of my life. Like, I would just move on knowing that whatever the fuck you did to me that hurt me so bad is not out of the realm of possibility for you. That you're that kind of person, you know? Which might be worse than being cut off. You know, because now, I just don't trust you the same way. But anyway, I digress. Now, speaking of intentions and everything, the last topic of the day, it's a little, it's a little spicy. It's a little spicy. Um, but I want to talk about cheating, okay? Because, man, it is one of the most interesting things to talk about, I think. Because I'm, I'm genuinely curious as to how many people would, would actually take back, you know, take back someone after they have cheated, you know, because a lot of people, are, like, again, like I said, I'm a, I have a very forgiving nature, right, and I would love to think that if someone cheated on me, that's a wrap, it's done, over, finito, right, I've never been cheated on knowingly while I was in a relationship, right, now, I've been in some relationships where afterwards, I could ask some questions, but I don't ask questions, I personally do not ask questions, I do not want the answer to them once it's over, it's over for me, so I'm just, I'm out of there, but if it was to happen, I was with somebody for like some years, you know what I'm saying? I really love this person and I found out that like they cheated on me, you know? Oof. I'm be honest, like if I really love you, like cause like I just I know the type of person I am, I would love to say that I would cut that person off. It's over. It's a wrap. But I'm probably not, you know what I'm saying? And if I'm honestly, truly honest with myself, I probably wouldn't. You know, so I might make it look like I am, you know what I'm saying? I might fuck out of here, you know? And honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was actually in that situation because I've never been in that situation. 
And I would love to say that I'd be like, fuck out of here. But I don't know that I would. I don't. I really don't know that I would. Um, and that, that's where I stand on it. But also, I think that I think that cheating gets... I'm not saying cheating gets a bad reputation. Not that it gets a bad reputation, but I think people oversimplify it, right? Because first of all, first of all, first and foremost, if you've ever been cheated on, it wasn't your fault. Like, there's not... The blame does not fall with the victim on that, right? Like, cheating is not something that you could have prevented. Not really, right? Because somebody's going to do what they're going to do. I think cheating comes from, like, two places. Like, specifically with men, right? I don't know why women cheat. They want to smell dick. I don't know. I'm not a woman. Don't relate. Also, I've never cheated. So I guess I don't really relate in that sense either. But I know men that have cheated. And I know women who have been cheated on. And so fuck it, I'm just going to talk about the male perspective today. Maybe I'll do women next week. Maybe that'll be next week. Maybe next week I'm going to talk about why women cheat. Today, I'm talking about why men cheat. And let's not get it twisted. Women do cheat. Okay? I don't like that narrative either because that's just not a, that's a false narrative. But men cheat. I think it's two things. I think A is ego, right? It, sometimes they just want to know that they can. Sometimes they want to fuck something to know that they can fuck it. Um, sad to say, but it's reality, right? The whole like hunter thing, I guess. You know, they 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 enjoy the chase. You know, they wanna they wanna hunt and get that kill. You know what I'm saying? Put that trophy on their wall. Imagine your vagina is a trophy on the wall of this man. <laughs> and my mind immediately went to like. <laughs> the wall of dicks of a woman. Every guy she slept with, she keeps that dick. Oh man, that <laughs> just puts it on her wall. Anyway, so and you know, some guys have that that kind of thought about it. You know, like where like they fucking for sport, like for real. Like that's literally how how some guys think about it. Like that's some, how some guys go about it. Like that that's what they're doing. You know, they really are just fucking for sport, but not. I don't think that's always the situation, you know what I'm saying? When people cheat, they don't do it with the intention of hurting the other person, right? It kind of goes back to that previous conversation. I know there's people listening who can't, who don't understand, like, 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 like they think, well, bitch, you fucking cheated. Like, what do you think is going to happen? They're just going to be okay with that first one. They probably don't think they're going to get caught. I like to think that most people who cheat don't think they're going to get caught. However... You gotta be like, I just don't think they're completely aware of like the severity in the moment, right? I know there's some people who cheat and then feel immediately feel bad about it, but then there's like serial cheaters, you know, who clearly don't give a fuck. And I don't think it's like, I don't think it's that they like want to hurt the person, you know? It's either A, they don't think they're gonna get found out. I feel like the only people who cheat with the intention of like, their spouse knowing it's someone who doesn't want to be in that relationship anymore and is cheating to get out of it, maybe. But they they think that they can do it and then go back to their life. And that I don't know, I like it would it really interests me to know. Like I really want to know how many people have cheated and their spouse never found out, right? And 
went on to live a happy life. Went on to live a, a seemingly happy relationship, right? I don't know how many people have cheated and not gotten away with it. But, again, like, back to the point, right? The first reason is ego, and then the second reason is, like, hurt people hurt people, right? If you are a hurt individual, you are more likely to hurt other people. You know, whether that be somebody you care about or someone you don't. And really, there's a lot of hurt men out here, right, who don't know how to deal with that pain, right? And lady, I'm telling you, like, nigga, we, we are in pain. Like, men are in pain, like, for real, you know? And men don't verbalize it. Men don't communicate it well. And so it just it gets twisted up inside, you know? And we don't know how to get rid of it. And so it, it often just ends up, like with anything bad that stays inside of you, it ends up poisoning us, you know? So that's how you might see a guy who who's doing all these bad things, even though he does love that woman, right? He's he's got something he didn't deal with, maybe something he saw as a kid, you know, maybe his broken home, man. Maybe he came from a broken home. Maybe he came from a place where his father cheated on his mother repeatedly. And you never know exactly how that situation plays out, you know, or how that affects him down the line. But um I think, you know, that's what that, that that's what the second reason is that men cheat, you know, it's just hurt people hurt people, and there are a lot of hurt men walking around who don't know how to feel better, you know, and you get a, and yeah, motherfuckers cheat, but anyway, that is it for today's episode, this is it for Q's Views today, um, thank y'all for listening, tell somebody that you love them because you need to tell them, tell somebody you love them, go do it.